All right, here we are, guys, our last break of the day of the morning. It's been a good day, good Thursday. For most of us. Yeah. What's wrong, Junior? I got a loss of job today in the morning, and it ain't even 10 o'clock. What happened? Oh, I said taters. It's the last break <laughs> of the day. <laughs> it's a, It was late, but it, it, it got in there, though, Steve. Yeah, I just did it on top of him. Don't mind what he was Junior talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably let you back in, but not today, though. Yeah, you guys will be friends tomorrow. Don't worry about it. One thing oh, about Steve, you won't be mad long. Oh, it's, it's friends now. But, you know, <laughs> you know, once you start slapping, you got to be careful when you slap the dog behind the fence because the damn gate might be open. Oh. <laughs> We've all done that. Is that gate open? God. Right, hey, y'all, let me say this in my closing right now. Um, okay. I never went to uh, an HBCU. I went to Kent State University with 19,000 students, 900 blacks. And we were an extremely close-knit group of people. Now, not 900 blacks lived on campus. 900 attended the whole university. And, but we were a close-knit group back then. Kent State was not an HBCU, but a lot of my friends attended historical black colleges and universities. And that's one of my wishes, man, that I had done, because I think I missed a great experience. I do appreciate the experience I had because I had to go there to learn the system because I went to an all-black elementary, an all-black junior high, and an all-black high school. So when I went to Kent State, I had a roommate. I was in a quad, and I had three white roommates. It didn't last long, but I had three white roommates. And I needed that because I needed to learn the system, how the system really operated, how rich people really functioned, how the other side lived, so I needed it. But I've met, known, and dealt with a lot of African Americans from uh, HBCUs. And man, oh man, oh man, oh man, what a valuable, valuable place it is. And all of the news that I'm hearing, the negative reports, it's amazing how they accentuate the negative. They're not talking about the positive all of the success stories that come out of these great universities. But you let something negative happen, and all of a sudden, it's the highlight story. It's the biggest, worst thing that's ever happened. And that's just not true overall of the experience of the HBCUs. And I want all of us to pay attention to petitions that's going around to spare people embarrassment or their jobs. Because let me explain something to you. HBCUs have helped so many people and given so many people an opportunity who would not have been afforded an opportunity otherwise. I know deans of these colleges who go out of their way to make sure that borderline guys that don't have the grades to get into big schools can get into some pre-summer programs and get them ready and put them in special tutoring programs because they know a lot of these kids come from impoverished backgrounds which come from public school systems that don't have the funding to get them qualified 
for a college education. But if you could just give them a hand and just give them a foot up, it could change their life immensely. I've seen it work firsthand over and over and over again. And we got to thank God for HBCUs because they take a special interest in the lives and the welfare and these children's futures that regular colleges are not equipped, set up, nor do they care about. Once you go to the Ohio State, you fit into the system. Ain't no programs for you. You know, Kent State just started coming up with a program. I went down there last year, and these brothers, frat brothers of mine, got these special programs to help minority male students because they know the difficulty that they face coming into these universities when they come from these all-black environments and educational programs. HBCUs are equipped to handle those types of students that give them the extra attention, that give them the extra care, that afford them the special programs that show and teach and help them become successful when other programs don't care that you're successful and have no program set up for your success. If you want a tutor, you got to buy a tutor. These HBCUs got programs. They're trying to graduate kids. They're trying to turn out intelligent minds. They are trying to take people who have been forgotten in the public school systems and give them a chance. So when you see what's going on down here at Texas Southern and you hear about what's going on at Hampton and you hear about what's going on over in Jackson State, hey, 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 man, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's just one mark. We have to pay attention and do not let them bring this system down because if they bring this system down, they're going to destroy hundreds of thousands of potentially great lives. And we cannot let that happen. We cannot let that happen. Let's pay attention to what's going on around here. Let's get some petitions going. Let's get smart. You know, ain't no one person stopping no show. And because one person make a mistake at a university, you can't bring this whole university down. And if this man in Texas was trying to help and, and, and get a student through and help give him some extra assistance, that's what the programs is about. If we had more people like that, we'd have more people graduate. We'd have more educated people. We'd have more people prepared for the job society out here. Let's get, around, let's get on top of this, y'all. Pay attention to these HBCUs. They cannot go away. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all have a great weekend. I'm out. 